This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Frankcast. This is a show where we talk about everyone's favorite show from the 90s, The Nanny. Except for this week, we are doing a special bonus where we're talking about everyone's other favorite show from the 90s, Friends. And we're talking about Janice from Friends, who is our uh, Fran Fine clone. It's going to be super fun. We're going to talk about it. And I am film critic Rachel Wagner. Colleen is here. Hello. And today we have special guests. We have friends expert and uh, one of the co-hosts of Hallmarkies podcast. We have Jess is here. Hi, everybody. Yes, so glad to be here. <laughs> <laughs> well, since this is your first time on the Frankcast, why don't you introduce yourself to our audience? Well, my name is Jess. And like Rachel said, I'm a co-host of the Hallmarkies podcast. And I also am a co-host of Deliver Me a podcast. Um, which does sign sale delivered recaps and interviews. So yeah, I've been in the podcasting world for a bit and really enjoying it. Yeah. And you uh, did the recap of the Friends reunion, correct? On Homework yes. Podcast? Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. And you were a big Friends fan. Yeah, I, I discovered it like later in my life because like growing up, I wasn't allowed to watch it because <laughs> we had really strict like TV stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it was like always that comic relief, just something like it felt like you were had friends with you when you were watching it, you know, just that comfort food almost. Yeah. Um, so even now I'll just put it on in the background sometimes just to soothe me. <laughs> um, yeah, it's interesting because my my roommates were always bigger fans of friends than I was. And I. And so I feel like I usually watched it kind of in conjunction with them as opposed to really sitting down and watching it myself. And I think that this weekend was the first time that I'd ever watched like a block of them. I watched four episodes. We're going to cover three on this show. Uh, But I was kind of surprised at how much I enjoyed it. I mean, I had not enjoyed it, but I don't know. I was just like, this is really funny. I, I was definitely in the mood for a laugh. But uh, but I was laughing throughout, and uh, I think that uh, they have a great chemistry in the cast, and I think that goes a long way. And really funny jokes, especially Lisa Kudrow. I think she steals <laughs> almost every episode. Mm-hmm. She yeah, Lisa Kudrow is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, Colleen? Were you a Friends watcher, Friends fan? Uh, what's what's your experience with the show? I was kind of a passive fan. Like I was mm-hmm. in and out. Like I watched, I got hooked on the Ross and Rachel stuff, but mm-hmm. then I just, I don't know. I kind of stopped at some point. I don't even know what caused me to stop, but I never started show. at the beginning. I was more, I don't remember the period. I was more, it was earlier, but I was more of a Seinfeld kind of person and a Will mm-hmm. and Grace a little bit more mm. than than friends but yeah i lo- i like the show i just never mm. i've never seen the entire series i don't believe all every yeah. single episode but it's it's funny yeah and it's interesting because uh the it started you know, friends started in 1990, 1995 the 1995 season i believe and and it was a huge hit immediately it did very well. It already got into that first season, got into the top 10. Uh, it, it 
and I think it was pretty consistently in the top 10 the entire run of the show. It was very successful, um, which, you know, it's part of the reason why it, uh, <laughs> it uh, stayed as long as it did, because it was huge. Uh, I, I mean, I thought going back, like maybe that first season wouldn't have been as high in the ratings. But now from at least what I could see, it was already in like your top, your top 10. Wow. Of, the, of the season immediately. So that's pretty impressive. And uh, it started, so the nanny started in 93. So uh, the, uh, the addition of the Janice character, which was in the first season would have been right. kind of peak nanny, which I don't think the nanny ever made it into the top 10. I think the closest it got was the, was the 12th is what I could see. Maybe I might miss something. But, um, uh, but yeah, that peak peak nanny would have been like the third season and I, they were both on Thursday nights. So there was definitely a direct comparison. Uh, the, um, the nanny on CBS the and friends on NBC. Uh, and, uh, so I think it's pretty interesting that you had this obvious kind of parody of Fran Fine on friends when it, which was a direct competitor. Uh, and, uh, from what I could see as far as the fandom, it seems like that there is a, a, an affection for Janice, uh, amongst the friends fandom from what I could see online. And there's definitely obviously going to those people that find her annoying, find her grating because, you know, she, that's kind of her, her bit, her joke. Um, but what, would you agree Jess that there's sort of an affection for the character? think so i mean she's kind of like the character you love to hate mm-hmm. because you know she's um she's kind of like chandler's safety net but she always brings that comedy even though she is annoying like the minute you hear her laugh you're just i agree there's a fondness there yeah and i think that we talked about this in the fran cast when we first started uh part of the reason that fran fine and fran drescher is so endearing as a performer and a character uh, is that she's just so who she is and that's it. You know, like she mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. makes no apologies. This is, there's something very endearing about that. That somebody who's just confident in who they are and, and is, you know, funny too about that. And I think that Janice kind of has that same sort of appeal. Would you agree, Colleen? Yes, I do. And I also feel like where they, live new york i feel like also you can be whoever you want to be you know you Mm -hmm. have more of a freedom i feel in 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 when you live in a big city like that to just be yourself and to just Mm -hmm. be unapologetic about it yeah because they they had janice come back for every single season Mm -hmm. of the show which i think says something I don't know Definitely. if there's any of the other recurring characters that you saw every single season. There probably are, but that, I don't think like that happens that often with, with shows. You have a character like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think Maggie Wheeler is a lot of fun. She does a great job playing Janice. Definitely. Yeah. She, she's got her character down. And <laughs> I even saw like an interview um with her or where she like says people will come up to her and tell her to do the laugh. Yeah. And she's like, what laugh? What are you talking about? And then she'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> like she just stays right in character. <laughs> uh-huh. 
Yeah. Oh, I'm sure she gets people say, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah it's endearing for Uh, sure (laughs) uh but uh she's yeah she's great i mean she's she's done some voice work and you can totally see uh how and and it's obvious that they were using fran drescher as a as a foil for janice i mean even to the extent of like her she wears some of the same outfits that fran wears uh and uh, i think it's season three she wears that Todd Oldham, uh, Colleen, that that um, polka dotted print. The, oh the yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and that uh, that both Val and Fran wear on several episodes of The Nanny, uh, and uh, and of course she wears a lot of Janice wears a lot of leopard mm-hmm. and cheetah, which is was very Fran Fine, very Fran Drescher, um, and uh, <laughs> so there's obvious parallels between the two and, and, and the laugh and the voice. I think mm-hmm. the Janice's laugh is even more high pitched than France. Would you agree? Colleen? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> that like, that was that definitely possible? the best part. I was just, I was just cracking up. I'm like, Oh my goodness. This is just so good. <laughs> so spot yeah. on, but so her, it's not, it's not a complete copy because that's Maggie's thing. It's her, it's mm-hmm. her, but she does a great job with it. Yeah, really good. Uh, so it, they even had, it's too bad they couldn't have gotten her, but on The Nanny, they, you know, that episode Fran Light. Right. Where Mr. Sheffield starts dating the the Fran clone. Very similar to Fran. Yeah. And, uh, so they that, kind would have of, been, that would have been that hilarious been if they could have done that. But I, <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> I was telling, I was telling Jess, I'm like, you need to now watch the nanny because it's a really fun binge and it's if you have hbo max it's on there there you <laughs> oh, go I, do. I should try it then because yeah, yeah. Was, i've never seen it but when you sent me that clip uh rachel i did watch it and i was like oh my gosh it's janice <laughs> like the, look, <laughs> the hair the voice i'm like oh my gosh you're right <laughs> and it's it's such a heartwarming show and it's i think the best kind of use of the rom-com mold in a sitcom that I can think of. I mean, the relationship t- between Maxwell Sheffield and Fran mm-hmm. Fine is just classic rom-com and it's so well done. I mean, there's some cringy parts like when he takes, takes the back, takes back saying he loves, loves her and things like that. But, but still for the whole time, they have such great chemistry and you're just rooting for them as a couple. And Brent Dresch is just so funny. She- right. <laughs> I highly, highly recommend. Of course, I mean, why would I have a show called The Fran Cast if I didn't? (laughs) (laughs) I I concur. I agree with her. You should check it out. Yeah, and once you do, let us know, and we'll have you back, and we'll hear what you think. (laughs) Sounds good. (laughs) All right, so we're going to talk about three, uh, three, I guess, iconic Janice episodes. She, of course, was on every season, so there's, you know, we could be here all day talking about Janice episodes. But we picked three, and including, I think, her first appearance, I think, believe, uh, in, uh, and then uh, in one, there are two episodes from the first season, and then one episode from the fourth season that we're going to talk about. And uh, so let's get started. The first one is called The One with the East German Laundry, and this is uh, first season, uh, episode five. And uh, the little summary 
is eager to spend time with Rachel. Ross pretends his washroom is rat infested so he can join her at the laundromat. <laughs> Meanwhile, Joey has Monica pose as his girlfriend and Chandler struggles to break up with his girlfriend. And so overall, Jess, what did you think of this episode? Well, I always think of this episode as um, more of Ross and Rachel's story, for sure. Um, but I do love the the whole Janice and Chandler moment here because he's struggling and then Phoebe just comes in and just kind of like immediately turn Janice's like demeanor around. Like they're hugging and it's all good. And so I just love that contrast that they put in there. With Chandler really struggling, and then Phoebe's like, I got this. <laughs> yeah, and that's like a continuing kind of joke as far as the series where the Chandler just can't seem to break up with Janice, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Colleen, what did you think of this episode overall? I thought it was pretty good. This was my favorite of the three. So, mm -hmm. um, although there's some good things in the other two but i just got a kick out of the two of them and he was just so he was it was almost like he was afraid of her like he just didn't <laughs> want to hear and i mean i feel like we've all probably been in a situation where you don't want to break news to somebody not necessarily breaking up with them but you just put it off and put it off and you just try to get out of it and and then you end up not doing it when you want to do it i feel like i could relate to chandler in that way it was just a little more extreme than like yeah. <laughs> the most you know situations but i thought it was good yeah i mean and seeing him drink all those espressos yes. and, like increasingly more <laughs> there's a pile of little espresso cups on the table oh by my the gosh end. yeah uh do you have a jess a favorite of the friends that is your oh, of the characters yeah the main main group Ooh, um, Chandler's definitely up there. Uh, I think he's the one I relate to the most because I kind of have his witty, sarcastic sense of humor. So I say Chandler mm -hmm. is probably, um, probably pretty close to my favorite friend. I also really like Ross, the scientist, and me really likes his nerdiness. Uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Colleen? Do you have a favorite? Hmm. I don't know. I kind of can see if you're talking about what you see in them and, you know, if, if I can think mm -hmm. about what I see myself in them, I see a little bit of Ross because mm -hmm. I work in with researchers. Mm -hmm. um, I am in, I, yeah, and I'm a little bit goofy and I'm a little bit, sometimes I have my ditzy moments like Joey and <laughs> I'm not quite clairvoyant or anything like Phoebe, though. But I, I really don't have one. I'd say if I had to pick a least favorite, maybe you're going to get to this question. Maybe I'll just wait on that. I don't know if you were going to ask that question. <laughs> well, I mean, I just think if our, as far as pure laughs, I think that, like I said, Lisa Kudrow slash Phoebe yeah. is the best. I mean, she gets so many funny lines. Like, in real life, would I want to be around her character? No. <laughs> she would drive me crazy. But... <laughs> But I think that for a comedy, she works really well. She's really funny. Um, and I mean, of course, I heard nothing but the Rachel hair growing yes. up in high school. Everyone's like, I got to have the Rachel hair. And I'm like, I already have the Rachel hair because that's who I am as a person. <laughs> exactly. Um, and, <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a fun group that they got together. And I think that it sort of set this idea that like everybody wanted that group of adult friends, 
you know, that yeah. like no one has in real life. <laughs> I mean, at least that I know, I mean, because people people move and get married, and you know, like right, nobody stays to like in one place long <laughs> enough to have that, yeah. right? <laughs> and, and like sometimes you could all like, get together by Zoom, I guess, but that's about the in this episode, you have Chandler trying to break it up with Janice. And like I said, he's a total disaster. He, and Phoebe has no problems breaking up with people. She just like gives him a <laughs> hug and says, you know, all's good. And um, Chandler tries to break it up with Janice. And then the, her like mouth is agape. Very funny. And then he like knocks her contact out. <laughs> <laughs> And she says, this is the worst breakup in the history of the world. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, then we also have, uh, we have uh, Rachel being upset because her dad wants her to move back home, is offering her a Mercedes <laughs> if she moves back home. And everybody's like, wow, wow, wow. For yeah, you. For, for you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, at least they kind of, it, they, it helps to explain how they have this enormous apartment <laughs> in Manhattan that, <laughs> because, you know, they have rich, rich families. So, mm-hmm. you know, and a waitress and a, uh, and a, a caterer's salary. Right. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Rachel is doing her first ever laundry. And this is why why you want to teach your kids how to do laundry Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) because they need to know how to do laundry and i liked that ross brings the uh uber weiss detergent it's extra tough (laughs) yeah that was funny (laughs) and there's this lady who is just making everything difficult uh, she has her, uh, she takes the washer first and then fighting over the, um, the basket, I guess mm-hmm. you'd call it the cart. And, uh, that was all pretty funny. I thought pretty well done. I was trying mm-hmm. to, I'm, I'm a person, I have shared laundry in my building and mm-hmm. I'm like, that's just the unspoken rule. You don't touch the laundry. Yeah. You don't. Right. Now I have taken people's laundry out. Who have left it in there for like an hour? Yeah, I've done that before. People have done that to me, but I wouldn't like purposely if someone walked away try to use that machine if there was some a basket on top. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Least That's to me. <laughs> and I I think that Jennifer Aniston is a little underrated as far as herself as an actress. I mean, she's done uh, dramatic roles, but she also has done some really funny comedic roles and. I mean, I I love the movie Office Space. Yes. It's one of my favorites. And she is hilarious in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of her and her flair. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, the Nazis had flair. Oh, it's so funny. Um, it, Jess, have you ever seen that? I have Office not. Space? It oh, is R-rated. Oh, it's so it, funny. It, it, it's not Hallmark approved. No. <laughs> but it's very funny. She plays this, um, like, TJ Fridays type chain restaurant waitress mm-hmm. in the movie. And uh, she starts 
dating <laughs> the main character um, who kind of loses it and it, uh, rebels against his office job. And, and I don't know, she's, she's very, very funny. <laughs> the, the TGI Fridays people, they want her to wear this like thing with all these flair uh-huh. And uh and she's like, I've got the required number of pieces. And he's like, Are we gonna do the bare minimum? <laughs> Only what's required? How many do you want me to I want you to want to wear flair? <laughs> anyway. It's very funny. But she's good. And uh, I can think of other roles where she has been quite funny. And I think you can see some of that that here. Like she she brings sort of a dryness, a dry wit, I think, mm-hmm. to the role. And she she's good. I think that, like I said, I think she's a little underrated as far as her acting abilities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, then we have this whole thing with Monica and, and Joey going on. Uh, so Joey gets Monica to go on a date with him with... Uh, his uh, girlfriend Angela, mm-hmm. who he well, he wants to be his girlfriend, uh, and Angela is dating a guy named Bob. But Joey tells Monica <laughs> that Angela and Bob are brother and sister <laughs> when they're not. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, there were some good lines in here. <laughs> she says it's like cocktails in Appalachia. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, we also had, I, I don't know, is this the first appearance of the, uh, of the naked guy across the building or is this an, is that in an earlier episode? I can't remember. Uh, Cause that's a might be joke. another one before this. Throughout the series, correct? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So there's a joke about that that oh no he's tiling now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, we also had the fact that Angela eats her food very bizarrely, like she's like a little bird. Yeah, a squirrel. <laughs> yeah, or a squirrel. Yeah, the very squirrel. <laughs> so that was funny. They really do pack quite a bit into 26 minutes, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's funny. Yeah, and uh, so. <laughs> What would you give this episode one to ten, uh, Jess? Um, give it an eight. All right, and uh, Colleen. Mm, I agree. I would go with an eight. Yeah, I think that that's good. It was funny. Okay, then we have uh, our next episode we're talking about is called the one with the candy hearts Valentine's day episode and as valentine's day approaches ross and his date end up at the same restaurant as carol and susan joey inadvertently sets chandler up on a blind date with janice and the girls burn mementos of their old boyfriends so jess what were your overall thoughts about this episode i mean I don't know if it's one of my favorites, um, but I, I think the highlight for me is that Chandler ends up with the one woman he wants to avoid. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I do think that the Chandler, uh, the plot line is the strongest of the group in this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Colleen, overall? 
it was pretty good. I, I agree that that was the best of the three. Although Rachel putting alcohol on a fire, like, were you not thinking like that was funny to me? Like you knew what was going to happen, but yeah, the, yeah. the Janice part, the Janice Chandler part was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Starts, uh, so basically Ross is trying to, uh, trying to get a date with this girl from their apartment that he's kind of flirted with and he borrowed an egg from her at one point. And so they get an egg at the, um, coffee shop and uh, there's all that whole sort of introductory kind of scene where he's, uh, kind of flirting with this girl from the apartment is, is cute. I mean, I think that, that Ross is, is that's his whole character is to be awkward. That's the yeah. point of most of jokes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's good at it. He does a good job, David Schwimmer. And he also makes you feel, I mean, at least he makes me feel, I just feel bad for him. He just has like this puppy dog thing about him that I just <laughs> yes, can't he help but feel bad for him a lot of the time. Yeah, he manages to get all of these women. And maybe that's how he does it, is just that puppy dog kind of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can't help but feel sorry for him. Yes. <laughs> Uh-huh. And uh, so you have uh, Phoebe going out with Roger uh, for Valentine's Day um, and uh, Chandler and Joey going on a double date uh, to for Valentine's Day. And, uh, and Janice ends up being the double date for Chandler, which is... <laughs> And I just think that she was very funny when she's like, I've cut all the heads out of your pictures. I have a bag of your heads now. Yeah. And I think that is a good thing about both Fran Fine and Janice is that neither of them is actually stupid. They like pretend to be stupid sometimes or they people think that they're stupid, but they actually are a lot of times the smartest characters in the room, which I think makes the characters funny and endearing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, he he also at one point has his fly down and she's just, (laughs) and his whole, like he's jumping up and down to like try to get it off. It was funny. (laughs) I love that kind of physical comedy. I am a sucker for kind of over the top physical comedy. Everybody, all of the, of our main characters know Janice and, so you can feel like they're oh no janice is here <laughs> um we also so ross is on the, is on his date and they he ends up at the benihana with his ex-wife and who's pregnant with his baby and her uh her girlfriend uh and i thought that it's carol right carol yes mm-hmm. carol yes. susan and I actually thought it was quite sweet, this mm-hmm. relationship between, in this conversation between Carol and, and Ross. And I, I think you have to think about when this was done in 1995, because that there really weren't lesbian characters on shows. I mean, I know that Friends gets a lot of flack for some of the outdated elements that, that it has. Uh, and 
But I mean, this was just something you didn't see every day on television in 1995. Right. So I think it deserves some credit for that. Mm -hmm. For sure. Mm -hmm. And uh, I I did like the line with, uh, I liked when Janice says, something deep inside you calls out to me, like a foghorn. (laughs) Janice, Janice. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> um, I, and so Ross says, he says, let's stick a pin in you being a lesbian because we, we are great together. And uh, she, he's, she says, I do love you, but we can't do that. You know, like we can't do that. But it was cute and it was sweet and endearing. Mm-hmm. It definitely was. And I think it gave Ross some like closure to move on because he was mm-hmm. he still wasn't quite over it yet, even though yeah. he was going on this date. And so I think he needed that. Mm-hmm. Which like in fairness, that would be a lot to absorb in like a very short period of time. Yeah. <laughs> um, no doubt. Because they had been married for, for a while, right? Carol and Ross. It was it was multiple years, I think. And then she's pregnant and then leaves him for a woman. That's a lot. It's a lot to deal with. So I can understand why that would be tough. But uh, yeah, I think that uh, the, uh, the Janice and Chandler stuff was really funny. Um, and Janice says, I know this isn't the end. And, uh, and then you also have, uh, the, uh, you have Monica and, and Phoebe and, uh, Rachel burning, uh, they're doing this ritual <laughs> and the firemen, when they, when they come back, they say, uh, yeah, you'd be surprised. It's our busiest day of the year. It's Valentine's Day, <laughs> which is funny. <laughs> I know, and they think they've they the cleansing has worked, but it turns out no, it has not, because <laughs> all the right. firemen are married, right, or have girlfriends or something. I mean, and and some of the stuff you're just like you're not going to be able to burn that in like a bucket fire, <laughs> like they're burning like bottles and stuff like that, right? <laughs> and why and are you do... doing it in the middle of the living room, like really? right? <laughs> not go out to the balcony, go you know, say right. <laughs> It's just seriously? Yeah, and it like burned the ceiling. I'm like, what was this fire? <laughs> yeah. That was funny. And they're uh, they're ritual. The only thing I've ever done like that, I have never and all my friends who have, you know, had relationships end and whatever, and we do these kind of the closest is one one of my friends, she did like cut up all of her ex's pictures and we like went around town and she just like threw out them out the, it was like confetti which probably <laughs> wow. wasn't the healthiest but like <laughs> it was somewhat therapeutic for her <laughs> so kind of like janice with a bag of chandler's heads <laughs> yes <laughs> it's probably healthier than uh than doing an indoor fire like probably safer yeah probably (laughs) so uh what would you give this episode one to ten what do you think jess um i'll give it six and a half i think that's good okay and colleen um 
I'll go with the seven. Yeah. I think I'll go with seven as well. I laughed enough. Um, all right. Let's talk about the one with the rugby. And so this is from season four, episode 15. And so at this point in the series, Ross is dating this woman named Emily, who's from the UK. So that's kind of a, important to understand. But the summary is Ch- Chandler runs into Janice and finds her more irritating than ever and creates an elaborate plan to break up with her. <laughs> Meanwhile, Ross attempts to learn how to play rugby to impress Emily and Monica obsesses over an electric light uh, lighting switch. Uh, so overall, what did you think about this episode, Jess? I love this one. <laughs> I love every element of it. I love the rugby, Ross, Red Ross. Um, I love that Chandler, we see, you know, from season one, he still can't break up with Janice. So he fabricates this crazy scheme of going to Yemen and pays $2,000 to fake get away from her. And even Monica going crazy and like drawing all those pictures to hide her insanity. I just love every bit of this yeah. one. So. This is definitely a top one for me. Uh, cool. <laughs> what do you think? It's really funny. I, I mean, the Monica part, to go to that extreme, I was just cracking up. I mean, I know we all have those things that, like, you hear something and you're like, what's going on? Like, in my building here, we have people sometimes, we, you know you know how when the fire, um, the, uh, the smoke alarm starts to, the battery uh-huh. starts to die and it chirps? Oh, oh my god, we had a chirping going on for weeks in this building, and they sent an email out because people couldn't figure out where it was. Like it was, we how do you stand it? I can't stand it for an hour. Yeah, I <laughs> would be there. I if you come to my house, like it's very unsafe, but I have most of the smoke detectors off because they just start to drive me crazy. And even if you change the batteries, they're still beeping. I swear. Mine are wired to uh, a public system, but you can at least change the battery. But it's like, oh man! So yeah, I get, I got that part of it. That was hysterical to me. The extreme she went to, but also the Janice part and the pedicure. And I'm like, that was just funny that she found him at a nail salon. That was just funny to me. Yeah, I mean, and that was a change because I feel like now, like that's not a big deal for a man to get a pedicure. Yeah, I don't feel like it's. Uh, is, and I, I still don't see I mean I haven't been for a pedicure since the pandemic I'll be honest with yeah, you but like I I still don't see that many men but I don't feel like if you saw one in you'd be like whoa oh no yeah like, <laughs> no like, okay, like that. I wouldn't have that reaction yeah I I feel like you'd just be like oh he has good <laughs> nail hygiene <laughs> I remember when I was in, I had a, a string of really strange roommates in, in college and one, one of my roommates, I mean, I've never had the best nails uh, because mine are very soft and they chip pretty easily and just, it, it's not the best. And, and one of my roommates, she says, she looks at my nails and she says, you know, it's like, men are not going to like like the fact you don't take care of your nails. <laughs> That's gonna be a major turn off, she said. And I was like, "What?" I, I'm like, I, I, I don't know anybody, any man who cares that much. Yeah. It's not like no. a high. <laughs> I, it just made me laugh, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> 
because that was i mean i went to college in in a uh, I finished, I graduated from my undergrad in 2002. So it was right around this same time. <laughs> anyway, getting my nails kid. done is not about she the other person. Good. It's about me feeling good about my nails. And, yeah. they, and, and it's almost like you want your friends to admire them more than yeah. men. Yeah. I would be surprised <laughs> if a guy noticed my nails and it was like high on the list of their turnoffs. I would be really confused by that. <laughs> guy or girl like what i mean i i just feel like nails shouldn't be that important yeah i really don't anyway uh <laughs> so they end up chandler getting a manicure or pedicure i can't remember and uh janice is at the nail uh salon and she's hilarious and uh I, this is where I wrote down her laugh is even more nasal than Fran, <laughs> which I think says something. <laughs> um, would where would you rank Jess, Emily in the Ross girlfriends slash fiance discussion? Do you like her? Not like her? I do not like her. Oh. <laughs> She's probably in the bottom for me. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it made for like an interesting, good storyline, but. Oh, I just did not like her personality. Mm-hmm. And especially like after, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I totally would be upset if I was her and like Ross says the wrong name at the wedding. Like she's totally justified there. But like then she like, you can't even see Rachel when Rachel is his sister's roommate. Like that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Right. It's like saying you can't see your sister. Right. Yeah. So. I, I remember that being quite shocking though. Even though I wasn't like an active fan, I remember watching, uh, I think it was finale. It was the wedding of that season, the wedding. And, um, and uh, just being like, whoa. (laughs) That would be pretty devastating, but I get you. And you can't just forbid him from, yeah, that's not possible Mm -hmm. either. Right. Yeah. Like I, I can understand like if she didn't live with Monica, like mm-hmm. even then, like, okay, I could go there, but she lives with his sister. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I uh family. Yeah. <laughs> I did like the uh the line when he's talking about that we don't have rugby in the States and he says we didn't have freedom here until seventeen seventy six. That was good. <laughs> and so so Chandler can't get rid of Janice. And I get the feeling that Janice is super, like, a good kisser slash, uh, slash more. Um, if you get my dress. <laughs> That's part of the reason why Chandler has a tough time letting go. Because I think that, yeah, he really enjoys that aspect of their relationship, it seems like. <laughs> mm-hmm. For sure. Seems like it. Yes. But then he remembers her laugh and her personality. <laughs> yeah. And so he says that he's getting transferred to Yemen. <laughs> and I did think that this was all really funny. And every time that he thinks that he can just get away with it, like getting the ticket from the, he's like, can you give me a fake ticket? <laughs> like, no can't give you a fake ticket so yeah he ends up spending twenty one hundred dollars on a ticket to Yemen and he thinks oh I can get on the plane and then get off the plane but no she's waiting there and she's so sweet and so sincere mm-hmm. that you you 
if it wasn't so funny, you would be mad at him. <laughs> He's such a jerk to this woman. <laughs> I'll write you every day. <laughs> 15 Yemen Road. Yemen. <laughs> That was really oh, good. <laughs> but I love when he's like getting on the plane. He's just with that woman. Can yeah. when we get to Yemen? Can I stay with you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then, yes, we have Monica. She's really bothered by the fact that she has, uh, that they have a switch in their apartment that seems to lead to nowhere. And so you have these, I don't know what they call them, but you have the switches they're like a ground switch, which turns on. Usually it's like a light uh, unit. Uh, mm -hmm. And um, this uh, seems to have one, but it doesn't seem to go to anything. And that really drives her crazy. So that's kind of her little B plot. <laughs> and, and, and Rachel's just like, what is wrong with you? You are messed up. <laughs> and like you said, she puts, she ends up taking trying to follow the wiring and uh, she makes all these holes in the wall and then she covers, covers them up with drawings. And one of them, it's, it's not even covering up anything. She's like, I just like the drawing. <laughs> I mean, I can kind of relate to this because I could be, I think it's not even as much as the, no, like wanting to know where it is, but just being fine with, not knowing, I think is the harder part and just like yeah. letting things go. I, I think we all have a little bit of that kind of anxiety within us about, about something at least. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> I mean, it's Monica's control, you know, yeah. her need to control and she's in this apartment that she hates. And so it's just that one thing that she needs to be able to control to feel better. Yeah. And then, you know, just ends up doing a lot of damage in the process. <laughs> Including going down through the, the floor. <laughs> Hi, Mrs. Kadragas. <laughs> yeah, that was good. It's a good joke. Oh, so funny. <laughs> yeah. And it's always, I, I think sometimes on in sitcoms, the B plot line can be even better and more memorable than mm -hmm. the A plot line. Because mm -hmm. they just need like that one joke. They don't have to sort of carry a plot, you know, as much. Yeah. Because that, that's true a lot of the times with the nannies, like my favorite, like I'll forget the title of certain episodes because it's not the A plot that I remember, it's the B plot that I remember mm -hmm. and laughing so hard at. But uh, then uh, we have uh, the Ross and Emily uh, and her, they get, uh, they run into her old rugby friends and so he says, oh, I'm going to play rugby. And, and uh, like the rugby guys have like no teeth. <laughs> so, yes. And then there's Red Ross. <laughs> what is Red Ross, Jess? Apparently a reference to a time he got mad, really mad and really red. <laughs> <laughs> and he became Red Ross. But nobody remembers this. Yes. <laughs> I like when they say, you go back out there and you'll be dead Ross. <laughs> dead Ross. That was a good one. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> uh, and so she kind of helps him in the end uh, figure out the weaknesses of all the different players. And he's able to survive. <laughs> I love when she gives him uh, advice for, I think it was Liam, 
but Liam's on my team. And she's like, I don't care. You just go out there and get him. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was good. Oh. And, uh, yeah, and so, and the, uh, the, the whole joke at the end is that so Monica keeps you know pressing the switch switch back forth back <laughs> forth back forth it turns out it turns off off and on the television uh, outlet the outlet the television is in in there the girls' apartment and Phoebe she's like blinking and making the, every time the, the TV goes off she says I'm doing it. <laughs> Oh, that was hilarious. And so that was very funny. Very funny. And uh, so, yeah, it was good. I have to say I enjoyed watching these episodes more than I thought I would. I This was just kind of a random idea because we were, frankly, we were going to cover the Hotel Transylvania movies in October, but then the fourth one got moved to January. So we were like, mm. what should we cover? Because we're just doing monthly episodes now. And uh, it's just kind of. Uh, I you know occurred to me that oh that's kind of kind of like Fran and it was right during the same time and so I uh, I thought what the heck and I really had a good time watching these episodes I was definitely right in the mood to just for some kind of sitcom laughs and I think they provided it um, and I actually think I I think this one is the funniest of the three particularly I just thought the Yemen stuff was hilarious <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, I mean, I'd give this one probably an 8.5, uh, of the, or maybe even a nine. It was really funny. It was good. Uh, what about you, Jess? I'm going to give it a nine and a half. I really like this one. Yeah, it's very good. And Colleen? I like the first one slightly better, but this was my mm-hmm. second favorite. So I'm also going to go with an eight because I do Great. like it a lot. Yeah. Very good. Well, this was a lot of fun. And thank you so much, Jess, for coming on and doing this and uh, sharing your perspective about friends. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. So uh, where can people follow you on social media, all that fun stuff? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at JessBSWblog. Great. And you can follow us at FrankS14. Make sure you check out our Twitter and you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out. And Colleen, where can we follow, follow you? I am on Twitter and Instagram at Lily44094. And our FranCast Instagram is FranCast1993. Great. And if you all listening have any suggestions of what we could talk about for a FranCast, uh, we would love to hear. They can either be sort of Fran, Fran adjacent like this one or, <laughs> you know, something with some of the cast. We'd love to hear your suggestions and uh, in the uh, in, on Twitter or in the comments section. So thank you so much for that. And uh, we also have our merch store, which has uh, Fran and Nanny uh, inspired merch. So please take a look at that. And if you can leave your ratings and reviews on iTunes, we'd really appreciate that as well. And make sure you check out the Hallmarkies podcast. We are having our first holiday coverage, first holiday movie starting this week. So that's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, you can hear more from all three of us uh, over there uh, at Hallmarkies podcast. So make sure you check that out. We'd really appreciate it. And thanks so much, everybody. And we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.